Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Today we will be discussing the fifth season by N.K. Jemison, the first book in the Broken Earth trilogy. You are your hosts, Johnny and John. So this is the first. Actually, this is the first book that we were that we read where neither of us had read it previously. Like I, I'd finished it like a bit before you, but like a month or so. <laughs> uh, you mean prior to the podcast? Prior to like? Yes. Sorry. Uh, well, yes. I. I or what's the future king? Future king. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, it, 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 it is. Yeah. It's the first. It has that. It has that uh, distinction. Um, so, okay, I lied. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, we we don't know too much about um, each other's points of view. Um, but um, I can safely say I think that both of us enjoyed fifth season more than Once in Future King. Absolutely. Let's. I'll start with that. <laughs> yeah, um, the gap is probably smaller with me, but I still preferred the fifth season. Um, yeah. And jeez, uh, it's. I don't. I don't even know where to start. It's. I. I I'll. You go. Well, I'll just. I, I will start by saying. Uh, well. Yeah. The book is. The book is is excellent like i just she 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 executed perfectly on the premise and everything she was trying to do and i felt that the word that i kept thinking is effortless as i was reading it like where she she's managing to tell like well several well one story with several layers with just the narrative let alone right. all this like subtext but it doesn't feed, but it never felt, oh, this is super, de- like, it's dense, but it never felt like I was being, like, bogged down as I was reading it. No, um, there were, for me, there were only a, f- a, a few parts with, um, with uh, the, the, the future-most version, um, with, like, describing the underground city that I um, just... Um, was I mean it's it was it was creative, but I just uh, I wasn't as into that. Part. I would I would agree with that. By the way, spoilers spoilers for the entire uh, for the season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not not <laughs> for any of the other two. Correct. But the yeah the first one. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, um, everything else. I this once I knew what narrative trick she was pulling, it was it, I just. I, I was just kind of floored because which I, part well okay so do, well go ahead yeah go ahead well I, I mean the fact that she is describing th- that there is a single main character and not three. yes yes a- and <laughs> the reason that that's so powerful in my opinion I, I have already spoken to people who uh, disagree and would have preferred it if it had been um, chronological um, oh no! I, it was her execution that was brilliant. But the, God. the the reason that I prefer it is, um, it it does with character the same thing that I appreciate with both uh, plots and magic systems. Um, okay. Which is, if you introduce um, 
certain certain aspects or um, plot lines or um, levels of magic system um, or like different um, realms of the magic system separately as complete entities then when you start thinking about the magic system singular as a whole then it automatically has more depth to it so the that this is what happened with the character because i was thinking of each of these um people as their own character once it all came together then you suddenly have this incredibly oh, um, yep. deep, deep yep. character that that has that has lived several lives and yep. that's so compelling oh yeah that that makes sense yeah that was done uh, yeah that was done excellently um when did it cl- when did it click for you like what she was doing with the three points of view that were the it, same person it, <laughs> it it took me until i there were apparently signs before um but it took me until demaya chose the name cyanide in her yes body. yes um, that go ahead yeah th- there were um points before that with um with uh, with like her hand it, was she uh she uh did uh tony stark easter eggs um <laughs> with her hand hurting um so there was that but then um, at that point, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, I, I know that the future one is kind of different in that it's second person, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're all the same person. So it, after that point, I was basically just looking for any signs that that wasn't the case. I was like, yeah, I, I this is my this is my current thought, but hmm. is anything going against that? And it didn't. <laughs> and it was confirmed um, either when they said that Alabaster had come back or when um, uh, Tonky was revealed to be Binoff. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Yes, that, yeah, that makes sense. I Yeah, I had started uh, to have... I had suspicions that they would that were I was only, I was like eighty percent positive we were in multiple timelines or when I think it's Cyan references Yemenes as obviously being still there and then Asun Asun reference like makes some comment about it being gone yes and so that's when I was like okay. I'm eighty percent sure we're working with multiple timelines, but yeah, it wasn't until Demaya took the Cyan name that it clicked for me. Right, I I, I agree. I, I picked up on that as well, but there was a good chance, at least for a while, that these um, timelines were actually quite a big distance apart, like not right. in a single human lifetime. Right, right. Yeah, and with. Yeah, and, and with and yeah, I think it was I think it was the same moment for me with Essen, where I because I I was like you said I was oper- at that point I we probably had the same ex- very similar experiences where I was thinking like I was like seventy percent sure that Cyan was Essen, maybe a little higher uh, after the, that reveal because I was like well if two of them are the same 
why would the almost why would the third be different and but though again it was a little bit of a, a um a red herring not even a red herring just um a bit of a complication for for Essen to be in second person which was an immediate what what what's happening here this is not common what's going on um as soon as um as soon uh w- was in second person like the, the 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 second that was the second point of view, view in the book after Hola. Yes. um and well but well tech is technically Hoa is the one, right, telling Essen's story, right? Uh, that was that was my understanding. Okay, y- yes, I did see that. Um, I'm like because uh, unless I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm Hoa and I'm telling the story, but now it occurs to me that the reason that Essen is you, okay, is because that's who he's like contemporaneous with. Yes, I I thought that it was I initially thought that it was going to be, I think it's I think that I think Jimson or the narrator describes it. I, I assumed it was going to be they're using second person because Essen is distancing herself from Essen because she doesn't want to deal with the grief of losing Ush of like Ush, how do you pronounce his name? Her son being killed. Uchi, yeah. That yeah, Uchi, yeah, and then. Yeah, like that. She just wanted to. She emotionally wanted to just break herself off from that and not deal with that. That is yet another possibility and one I really like. Um, I oddly enough had a similar but different um, reading of that of of why it was you, and it wasn't because of the trauma. It was because um, she explicitly chose cyanite as a name but she and and that's who she was but she was forced to be Esu hmm, that's a good um, point and it had to point. had to like hide away and become that um and so the name was not like permitted to be um as omnipresent as the other two were in their respective chapters that's yeah that's a good point is interesting but yeah Matt just craft like you had said when you put it much more eloquently than I could have but yeah in terms of why it worked so well but just masterful I think it's just masterfully done from a just craft point of view as far as how she told the story and I I, I, like I said I, I do like or I do think it was stronger for it being like not being chronological Yes, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way because you, I, I, I don't, if, if you, um, if you really put that together and you're like fine with reading multiple perspectives from the start, then I, in my opinion, you don't really lose anything from having it be um, all you know, kind of piled on top of each other that way. Um, but you could can gain a heck of a lot from that approach. Yes. So I, it's yeah, it was it was a great move overall. Yeah, I and I, I do. So did you have a well? Did did you have a a particular? I don't want to say. I hesitate to use the word favorite in regards to almost anything in in the book. <laughs> the 
there's not a lot of good things that happen, but um, but but did you have a favorite of the three that you liked, uh, or at least enjoyed, or yeah, that you liked being in, point of view wise? Um. Well, before I say that, um, when I was reading Demaya, some of Demaya's stuff at the Fulcrum, um, I'm like, Johnny's gonna like this because it's like Ender's Game. Oh, I never. You know, it's funny. I I didn't make the Ender's Game connection, but it is. I I put one of my notes is literally the Fulcrum is a super miserable version of Hogwarts, which is like not also not good, also not a very apt description, but. <laughs> right, but elements of that. The, the, she, um, she, because she still had to deal with bullies on her own. The only difference is she wasn't getting tested for that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And that, there were, but there were also more dire consequences for her having done so, or at least, at least as far as we know. Um, yes, so, socially. Well, because socially, uh, I'm getting the Ender's Game stuff. Like socially, it does not this her all that a lot of that stuff doesn't end up helping her. Certainly not in the grand scheme of her life. But like, <laughs> uh, but like even when she's still in like the learning part of the fulcrum, mm-hmm. that's like standing up to the bullies. There's yeah you know, like more negative complications than in Ender's game without getting into yeah uh, yeah. In any case. I, I don't love that. I don't love that statement, but yeah. I, I don't know if I can answer your question because I, I like th- there were amazing parts to every every one. Um, I can tell you probably my favorite from each. My okay. My okay. favorite fr- moment with Demaya was. Probably, probably the breaking of her hand. Um, mm-hmm. And if not that, then maybe towards the end of her story when uh, the um, Shafa kills the. Uh, the, oh, the yeah, the, 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 the other, other guardian. Oh, yeah, I I would. That's probably that would be the that would be my. Same for me with Demaya, the handbreaking moment, just because that, uh, that is one of probably, that is one of the only moments in any story I've ever seen that I would put on par in terms of, uh, infuriating character situations. Uh, uh, this only other scene that comes to mind that is of equal infuriatingness is a scene from The Great Hunt, and that's why I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, from The Wheel of Time, there's, yes. there's, there's, there's something going on there as well with, uh, you know, not... You know, there, there are overlaps there, for sure. Um, but... Well, in a way, because both of those have Shafa in them, and... Yes. Um, my a... favorite... Oh, he pisses me off. He's such a good villain. Go he, he is. Um, and yeah, the fact that uh, just that he finds Demaya in such a vulnerable position and that he like is able to win her affection basically by default because there's nobody else that even pays attention to her. And so she's thinking this, you know, 
this, oh, this yeah. attention is better than being alone in the world or being having no attention. Yeah, it, it, go ahead. But it's funny because uh, Shafa is in my favorite part of Cyanites as well. I, hmm, okay, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I, what, what is your favorite part of Cyanites? My, my favorite part of Cyanite's story is um, the uh, when she kills her uh, first son. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was just uh, well, the whole, the, whole... Se- the whole scene. My heart was pounding, man. That was so good. Um, and then her just saying no was yeah. so yeah. visceral. It's that's. When he showed up on the boat, yeah, that was a kind of, oh, shoot, Norman. <laughs> and um, like, it wasn't him that killed um, Enon, but it's, those, yes. but it's those grinny, I'm gonna, oh. I need to stop from swearing, the, the, those grinny guardians <laughs> um, with without shirts that are just like, ha ha, I'm I, killing your, you know, very <laughs> loving, you know, uh, I don't even know. What to call it. Uh, yeah, lover, but that, yeah, but that does that doesn't describe it accurately. But yeah, I that it's interesting that um, this is a tangent not related to the favorite parts, but that uh, the Chekhov's gun of like when Alabash is telling her about like describing what happens when a guardian like touches like a a Rogin skin. I was like, I was wondering. If we're gonna see that at some point, and like, oh, yeah, that's yep. it's and rough. Then, <laughs> and then we and then we did, um, and then I mean, my favorite part of Essun was the beginning, was hmm. was was it, it showing her reacting to Uche. Okay, that's yep. yeah. Hmm. No, that that yeah that. That, that was powerful. Yeah, I okay. my I don't my uh, my I don't know what my Essen one would be. Probably probably the one where she first probably the one where she kind of first uses the um, magic to kill like the townspeople, like yeah. just because j- just because that was the first time we really see uh, Rojin like we really see it used. And that was kind of like, well, all right, well, technically not. Well, that's the first time we see it on screen. It's mentioned in the prologue, but we don't like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was probably my favorite lesson one. My favorite science scene was pro- um, definitely, oh, definitely when uh, when Alabaster is, when he's crying, he's basically broken. He is, or he is broken, I should say. And like Cyan and Enon go and like comfort him. Like that, that was probably my favorite Cyan scene. Okay, I think that, I, I, I definitely teared up at that. <laughs> I, I think I remember that. Um, that was yeah. um, just one time where like he goes off by himself and then yes. she, she comes to him and then Enon comes later and they're falling asleep and waking up or at least she is yeah yes yes 
Okay. Yeah. The all right. Let's just yeah. This is less structured than we usually are, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the node station. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I can't tell what that reminded me of. It it definitely. I guess I guess the them it being like a kid that they were just sucking everything out of. Um, I think that's new. Um, But I don't know. I was thinking of like the Matrix chairs, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it 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 definitely kind of evokes that. Uh, But this is much worse because they're semi-aware of like and can feel what's going on. Right. No, Uh, it's it's just it's just all bad. Yeah, it's just yeah. Whereas like the Matrix is awful, but like. Like I mean, the whole point of like the Matrix is like you don't—they don't know what's going on, uh, whereas they're very much aware, uh, and like in a lot of pain, um, right? And that—that that at least I'm like eighty percent sure, or at least Alabaster seems eighty percent sure that that's one of his sons. <laughs> and, yeah, oh. I mean, they would—they would do that. Like they would—they would—they would want his—they would want his sons and. Clearly, they, you know, they they try to get that with um, Koru. I'm just gonna say Koru versus his full name. Um, so, yeah. But like, as far as the um, the magic system, um, do you? How did you feel about the magic system? Because I um, thought that like I could understand it well enough. Um, it's probably harder than I um, really understand of it, um, and we'll probably learn more about it as well if we were to keep reading. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, I, I, similar. Yeah, like I, I understood it well enough for well enough in the scene, well enough for the scenes where it was relevant for us to like to understand it. Uh, like like when she um, like when she uh, what's the the name of the um, the city that she effectively collapses in volcanoes? <laughs> oh, Ali. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like like I understood what like how that basically happened and like how she was able to do it. like something something with the obelisk uh, that we don't quite get yet. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I, I I understood it like well enough. Um, uh, and like you said, probably there's definitely more to it that we don't know right now. But but I but I but I I, I was okay not really understanding a lot of the mechanics if we do ever get them, because because we under she did a really good job of explaining the emotional consequent the kind of emotions surrounding it, both both from a how you how like an erosion, or I don't want to talk about how you pronounce it, but so. How, yeah, how did you pronounce it? <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I guess origin makes sense. Origin, origin, just because um, I I think I, whenever they said like especially in the plural, I was thinking like, erogenes, but then, the the science itself is erogeny with the y, so I, that probably doesn't make sense. Um, but it could also be, orogeny. Just because hmm. of um, it being shortened to Raga. That's a good. That's a good point. 
yeah, that's that's a good point. I, I have to look at yeah, I have to look that up. But okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the yeah, I, I think um, yeah, the emotional and like she does a good enough job of having the reader understand the emotional consequences both for the like Erogen using it or Erogen using it and how other how everyone reacts to people using it or that can use it like basically with, almost entirely with fear except for the pockets that they find <laughs> in right the book. yeah she was especially with um uh cyanites because cyanite was in the best position to um recognize this but her basically saying hey uh we are going to be uh we're this is the way that they they're going to look at us that we always that they always look at us but if something's going wrong then they are going to look towards these black uniforms to save them this is like for all of their hatred um they they are like they 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 fear the you know getting wiped out in this like uh you know uh, tempest land even more tempestuous land yeah yeah no that's yeah it's, yeah it's, it's super super like again the the, wor- the world building in general is just is just superb in terms of how everything just fits together uh but and that's where i'm going back to what i used described as effortless where like you understand oh like the she communicates how the complex relationship between like what the uh, like the physical magical stuff with the societal political stuff uh where you understand like why like you said why like they respect the erosion because they are the only ones that can well and do things with the earth but also they can use that to destroy things and but also and they've also been obviously taught to fear the 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 erogenes and like the guardians obviously right through this play uh, into that the the stone lore because the stone lore is is telling them to you know, believe this, that, and the other. Survival is what matters. Not, not to mention how it it uh, weaves into the um, the calm instead of family being the central unit yes. of society. Because it's more imp- in a world about survival, it's more important what you can do than um, what your bloodline is. Because it's just not stable enough for that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, well, except for like the the Eumenes leadership seem to care about bloodline, but that's yeah. About but then, but it. then look what happened to them. It doesn't last. Right. It, right. It, yeah. Right. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like even then, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that the yeah the all all the uh, I yeah and how she wrote Lisa the use cast. It's like well. She, Again, another world-building thing. She thought she's thought all of it through, and like how she, just the words she uses to describe it, like use cast, <laughs> like right. what is your use to, like the calm. Right to the, oh to the oh right to the calm. I if, at first I thought you were saying C A L M, and then I'm like, <laughs> no, wait, it's the stillness. <laughs> so that's what it is. <laughs> 
And funny, funny name that. Um, yes. That, that they're basically calling something that is for the time being, not trying to swallow them. Right. They're, that's what they're referring to as the stillness and all of the, you know, the the classic uh, oaths or that they that they blurt out. In this case, it's Earth. Yes. Earth fires or evil Earth. Yeah, Father. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, like Father Earth is yeah. Um, but and then how about that last line? Oh, I okay. That was like the one part of the book where I was kind of where I was like, okay. So there is a moon. Are, are you going to? What is this going to be like? A you're gonna pull the moon to destroy the rest of the world? Is that like... Is no. that your plot? <laughs> no. Earlier in the book, she's talking about... Um, you might remember that um, they talked about uh, the fact that everything is so alive and consequential with the ground that um, they don't take a lot of time looking at the sky. And when they're talking right, about the sky, the they're talking... They said, oh, there's these... Sun, look at the sun and the stars and the comets but there's something missing wait they they used the line there's something missing something like that interesting and okay. that is why um i forget who it was already but that is why the person asks have you ever heard of a moon it's 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 alabaster it's, what i think uh yeah it probably is alabaster and yes. The reason he says that is, you know, they say that because of how the moon influences the tides, if you were to get rid of it, it would be pandemonium on Earth. So what if something took that away? And that's oh. why things are happening the way that they are. That's OK. I totally. OK, it's interesting. I, I, I assume that. Well, and probably partially correct that the section talking about like they never look at the sky references the obelisks and the obelisks being like of paramount importance to stuff that we don't totally entirely understand yet. Um, But that's a I didn't think of. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't think of that as far as the moon going away being what could one of the things that could have caused the current physical state of the earth <laughs> right but yeah the the um just the idea that like it's it's such a raw line if i were to like go to the um yeah because it, um, yeah, it, it, oh, yeah. it, it seemed like kind of random to like end on that line but um but that but your theory on that makes sense yeah tell me have you ever heard of something called a moon yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's not crazy at all and he never has been yeah i wish i could find the thing about sun and stars because it's that's something that i looked at and was like Oh boy! It's Hang one of on. the that wasn't one of the interlude thing. One of the interludes, or um, yeah, it's in it's in one of the uh. Oh wait, okay. Uh, 
Oh yeah, interview. Yes, serious. Okay, one. this is. Oh, this is largely because of so much of the people's attention is directed towards the ground and not the sky. They notice what's there, but the stars, the stars and sun, and occasional comet or falling star, they do not notice what's missing. Okay. But how, but how can they? Who misses what they have never even, never ever even imagined? Uh, that would not be human nature. How fortunate then that there are more people in this world than just humankind. Assuming referring to the Stone Eaters. Yeah, I would think so as well. Do you have uh, anything else that you want to focus on? I want to pass the ball to you if you have anything, because we've discussed the magic system, we've discussed... Um, uh, partially that. How about the island? Yeah, well, yeah, a couple things, yeah. So, the, well, the, well, the island, and I want to hit up... Uh, well, well, yeah, let's go with the island first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's a, you know, very... Uh, <laughs> for, like, a, for uh, pirates, you know, like a, a thing of pirates, it's like a, uh, a really uh, comforting... Um, place to be you know for, for certainly for them to be um yes where they just have their throw off all their shackles and they can just be themselves alabaster can like not have to just breed <laughs> yeah well yeah so that yeah like on that note well yeah we can go back to the breeding program in a second but yes i loved that alabaster was able to just have his relationship with enon and whatever part Cyan kind of and, and Cyan like kind of as a and how like I just kind of like that they just kind of presented she just kind of presents this relationship or relationships depending on how you look at it and just kind of he, she just kind of shows it to you and says okay yeah this is what's happening and it was just so heartening for like a better word for Alabaster to actually have that Exactly. Alabaster in particular, yeah. Yeah, because he, he was, uh, I mean, as he must be, he was, uh, he was uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of a way to describe um, at least the early relationship between Alabaster and Cyan, and it it seems to me that, like, Cyan um, had gotten to the point where she was jaded. She felt she was jaded about things, and, and he's like, <laughs> hold my beer. Oh, yeah. He is... I think he... Yeah, he's just broken. Like, there's no other... Yeah. But, which, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I, like, had gone through what they did, that's just absolutely awful. Yep. Uh, I, oh, the other thing with the island that was interesting is the, um... It's just the... the when they're describing it, they're like, oh yeah, well no one's ever going to come out here because literally the worst place you could possibly live in this world is an island. <laughs> but like, they obviously they make it work is, or they have made it work. Or, well, they did. <laughs> yeah, they made it work until, For, until these, these guys came and messed it all up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was again, another kind of world building thing that she's just thought out. Is like, well yes, an island would be like in theory, a bad idea, but if you can make it work, no one, you're just no one's ever gonna bother you. <laughs> right. Uh, and and I, then, what about the other thing? Yeah, uh, well, just alabaster as. So it's funny. So the very first note uh, that I wrote down was like, "Hola, like we're getting the book's getting a kind of version of a 
a breaking of the world and introducing us to some nihilistic antagonists. Uh, certainly not nihilistic, whether or not we're supposed to view him as an antagonist. Like, is it? Yes. Oh, so he seemed like an antagonist to you. In, well, in, the, be- in, yeah. in the beginning. Is it, is in the, when you first read the prologue, he's, it's my reading was this guy's coming in and he's literally breaking the world or certainly breaking this continent in half or what or creating a large enough rift that it's effectively broken in half yes yes though we um certainly have our experience with breakers of worlds that are not straight up antagonists yes yes and so yeah and so that's we're obviously you get to the end and you're like oh oh that's alabaster and you know i uh, like if you're in his position you like kind of again to interesting getting to the morality of some moral questions of the book but you kind of get it's like well i if you were in his position and had gone through everything he had gone through and like maybe like it's 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 how his thought process at the time is makes sense right um and i guess another reason that you might that you one could think of him as an antagonist is that the next time that we um go go to him it's to say hey cyan you need to you know you need to do your duty here um so we're like expecting like a like Ten ringer, top of the chain, right. to be kind of like this posh guy, like come in, my dear, or something right. like that. Um, and he's just in there. He's like, "What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay, all right, I, I'm, uh, I'm on board here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh well, let's get this over with. Yeah. And I get it over with again and again and <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he's uh, he's super, and I, maybe it's just I also connect with like the queer, the queer part of him, um, uh, which I kind of like that she never, she never makes it like when they're me off on the on the island in particular, like she never makes or in general sexuality just like a thing, like it just she just kind of presents, hey, this is alabaster and like, I mean, you know, like a are doing their thing and that's just because like this is a relation like this is just an, a relationship that alabaster has had that is not purely for the fulcrum's breeding program <laughs> right um and even she's like um or um cyan when he you know hints at that and she's like all she says is oh well that kind of explains it right things <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I think uh, Raga or Roga is a a very. I'll just say it's it thi- is such an what. It's it's thinly veiled. It's thinly veiled, but it's at least when I was reading it, uh, it was effective enough that I feel kind of dirty saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, uh, like just for me, uh, just a little bit for me, like how she like because you see how the like wrote the uh the origins are treated mm-hmm. um and how everyone and, reacts to the word how um 
the, their relationship, even um, like uh, Scion's uh, and um, Essen's relationship with the world, and, and Demaya's relationship with the world is complicated, um, with but, it and, mainly be, oftentimes not being uh, good. Uh, like a good experience, but other times it feeling like appropriate to use because of what you're talking about. Right, and I think it's Alabaster that just oh, oftentimes just uses it from a like, no, like don't sugarcoat anything. This is what they think we are, or like this is how they they meaning largely the fulcrum, but oftentimes just people. Like this is just that's how they see us. Like <laughs> uh, now, obviously, now obviously the. His perspective is the the jaded, like he's just done with, like he's just done with BS, like around it. Right. Um, Which is the the natural, you know, progression for yeah. anybody to just be like, what do you what do you do? And stop doing this song and dance. Yeah. Come on. We're the, yeah. no one's here. <laughs> Cut it out. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, um, but yeah, I thought yeah, the reveal of Alabaster was, or, or at least the realization of him as the prologue person. And people keep, I keep people telling me are keep reading, uh, basically reread the prologue of fifth season after like each book, <laughs> uh, which is interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Just guessing. Okay, yeah. And is well, isn't the prologue? I thought the prologue was um, Hoa. Well, he's the the prologue encapsulates a couple of different things. Like it, it, it is. Oh yeah, the uh, end of the world one. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's both because it's it's alabaster breaking the world and Hoa. Um. Yeah, yeah, because the the. Oh yeah, and, and not to mention um, oh. at the end. The um, this is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends for the last time, which yes. is drawing on T. S. Eliot, and yes. I love it. That was that was a great touch. That was a great touch. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, the um curate the the stone eater stuff is very interesting because they're they seem to bond to a, some of them seem to choose to bond to a human um and they get very seem to get very protective of said humans uh and I guessing that they're like since obviously one of them was in an obelisk that they're I guess and this is kind of theorizing at this point that they're going that they're like directly tied to how the origins are able to use the obelisk to fuel their yeah and power. they they yeah and they've pro they were probably used um, more consciously and effectively in times past um, and there seems to be a lot of certainly from the guardians um, mainly the guardians and the stone eaters are um, are entities that are playing playing on a different level than everybody else, um, and 
In terms of like what they know and stuff. In terms of what they know and, yeah. and just mm-hmm. and what what they are trying to prevent. I mean, they're they're obviously um, afraid of people using the obelisks well, um, and of basically of of origins uh, knowing their potential and, and realizing their potential. Um, because they just want to keep power, um, but then yep. on the other hand, there's there are factions of guardians um, and maybe even factions of stone eaters. It's a good point, yeah. Because when we, because when like Hoa and um, oh, oh yeah, um, well, the, the I don't other, think she ever um, got a name. I f- yeah, I forget her. Yeah, but the other one that we meet in the at the village at the end, they were not like they were a little bit like. Certainly guarded, if not antagonistic towards each other when they met the two stone eaters. Oh, they were. T- yeah, they they seemed. Um, all, yeah. They seemed hostile and all, but yeah. violent. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's something going on there. Um, I do have a, a highlight from the prologue. Uh, back to the personal. Need to keep things grounded. Ha ha. Which, oh, <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's why I highlighted it. The, 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 it's, it's a good, it's, it's a good joke. <laughs> because and oh, okay, because it's I'm me. I did find a couple of places where um, uh, she uh, I really I I think it's probably an editorial thing. Um, I don't think it's it's Hoa, um, breaking off. Um, mm. Where it's supposed to be you, but it's she, and it's supposed to be she, but it's you. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd be, I would. I mean, you'd be much better to say that than I would. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just defer on you. Yeah, I defer on to you on on like those specific on those things. So yeah, not 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 great. Then those were in there, but yeah. But that's that's all I had. Yeah. Um, I uh, I do think just obviously the not obviously but like the book is very it's in, at least intended to be very pol- like it is very political like they're uh, without getting t- too much into like this like specifics like I like the Rogines are uh, are rep- like even if they're not supposed to be direct one of war they. Are serve roughly as one for various oppressed gr- groups um, mm-hmm. for different reasons, like r- race being the, the the big one that kind of sticks out just because of certain ways that it's written. But you, but also certain or queer minorities, I should say. All it's I um, I don't think it's a um a direct. I, I, not yeah, a, like a right. parallel in the sense that right. um, it's not... these, these same uh, issues uh, literally afflict this world. It's more that um, these groups can find something um, that speaks to them with the uh, the struggles of this entirely different marginalized group. Um, Yes, that is a yeah. Okay, yep, which is yep. you know <laughs> we've 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 certainly seen um, is 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 definitely a uh, a trope. It's uh it's you know it's a it's a good trope, but it, it is a trope. Yes, no, it it, it 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 is a trope. I just I, I think it's done very 
effective, effectively. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. Um, that. I think I'm. Yeah, that should do it for me. So. Um, uh, I. I would. I would like to. I, I don't know when, but I would like to finish it. Finish the series. Yes, agreed. I have, I, I have book two waiting. <laughs> um, I do want to, the one thing I, I will say uh, is that I have added this on to my top ten favorite books ever. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just because I, a lot of that is because I, I just, I couldn't think of reasons for it not to be there. And well, we should we should do a top ten favorite books episode at next. some point. How about next? We could actually, you know what? Yes, yeah. There we go. All right, so that so that I won't okay, so that I won't I won't go into what it replaced right now, but uh, but it but it but I I couldn't think of a reason not to put it into it. Not, yeah, I, I I know I've just been glowing about the book. I, I, they're like. Uh, I'm curious if people like to hear just different perspectives on it and if there's stuff that uh, just from whatever point of view about things about the book people didn't like or to just or kind of something that's not my glowing <laughs> yeah um, I didn't really have yeah. any anything countering that myself as far as what I I didn't like um, even the writing style which um, I I kind of and and I mean there are there are gradations of this, but um, contemporary fiction uh, tends to have a plainness to its prose um, that I do, doesn't always agree with me um, because I do like um, a bit of an right. app an affect in yeah. the prose that I read. Um, but the, the different things that she was doing here, um, and, you know, a few, um, you know, a few breaks from that, um, made it so that I, I didn't mind that in this, in this particular book. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Both. Yeah. And obviously I don't mind, uh, prose that isn't as, that, that, where the prose is not, the or the language is not the uh as much of a focus but yeah like you said she's doing a she does a lot she makes a lot of specific choices with the language even if it's not even if those choices are not like say a rothfuss uh like she's like like there are parts where it feels like she's almost editing her language as much as rothfuss is maybe not quite as much (laughs) but like but she's really making a lot of specific choices but it just like more, but it's not all kind of to make it sound a specific way or again, like you said, have a specific affect. Right. I think right. that's it. Yeah, that should do it. Um, I may be back with more of this, but uh, until then, we're your hosts, John. And Johnny. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.